0: After my two weeks off, and I wasn't r- writing, I sort of indulged in a lot of football stuff and I hated football for so long. but I remember going to work one day and there was nothing to read except for the Herald Sun in the, the lunchroom and I just flicked through to the sports section and I started reading it and it was the sports section was actually really beautifully written. And there was drama and psychology and, I don't know, it really, it, if for some reason so, something clicked and all of a sudden I understood Australian rules football out of the blue after hating it for so long. I remember being forced to play junior football because mum wanted us to sort of, I don't know, she just wanted us to get, it, get involved in stuff. I hated it, I always played soccer, I love soccer but... For some reason, football made sense. And so, with my two weeks off riding, I started just indulging in um, this, this game called Supercoach. And it's, it's basically almost like a Dungeons and Dragons kind of a game with points and stuff. But it's with football players and it happens across rounds. But it, for some reason, it, it hooked some part of my brain some part of gambling part of my brain. There's no money involved, but um, it really engaged with me to the point of I liked it almost just as much as writing poetry. (laughs) That's crazy. But, um, and so after I started writing again, I've decided to just keep mucking around with football stuff and this silly game and almost see writing as an afterthought. And the more I see writing as an afterthought, the better my writing seems to get. I think it does. Oh, It's totally subjective. But I'm not... Because I'm not trying and it's not... I don't have laser focus on writing as this is a job got to be done. It's just happening of its own will here and there. Just little thoughts and little ideas. It's almost like... I've kind of thought, said this before about you can't see something in the dark by looking directly at it. It's got to sort of appear from your, your peripheral vision. And almost like a dream, as soon as I start to try and recall a dream, I can't remember it, But or even something that I've forgotten to, that I was about to say, the tip of the tongue stuff. It's, um, le- it's almost like I'm leaving write, my writing on the tip of my tongue and just letting it, letting it come out when it needs to um because i'm distracting myself with this bullshit game of football stats for me it's it's a massive breakthrough like I'll, all of a sudden working isn't even working for isn't a, a form of you know it's not an occupation it's not a night it's not a job it's all of a sudden writing is just happening here and there it's like oh yeah i'll get i'll get back to you i'm i'm busy doing some bullshit with my brain right now, it's almost like most of my life has really been trying to learn how to trick my brain. It's like a constant battle of learning techniques and psychology to trick myself. It's it's almost like a second version of me exists. My brain is it's not mine. Like my brain doesn't even feel like it belongs to me. It's just a pest that needs to be tricked <laughs> and That's and so I've, I've worked out how to trick it so that's my weird breakthrough for the week I, all of a sudden I'm writing better stuff because I'm not laser focusing on writing so I almost feel like um, willfully wasting my time and and not writing because my brain sees writing as a job that has to be done and I'll feel guilty if I don't do it but if I willfully waste time with this football stat stuff the writing gets better this idea of just um throwing away time is extremely productive all of life feels like it's made up of these weird contradictions and counterintuitive wisdom and i kind of i feel like i've finally cracked some code with my brain but eventually my brain is going to learn that i've, I've been tricking it for a while I hope not, because that's that's what generally happens. Eventually, my brain will clue on to the fact that I've been tricking it. <laughs> Fucking brain! It's funny because my best poems have always come from when I'm just having a conversation with someone, or I'm doing something else, or I'm just I just say something st- stupid, and as soon as I, as soon as I'm willfully sitting down and directly trying to write and. Di- willfully trying to come up with ideas, it's, it's much harder. And I've, I've heard people like Stephen King say, yeah, you've got to sit down every day and write. And that's what I've been doing for the last two years. I've set, set down time and I've felt like I was turning up to a job and doing it for hours a day. And, and, and they say that the more you do it, the more luck you'll, you'll probably create or something good will happen. And it's true. The difficulty in just letting writing happen or ideas just come to me as a, as a byproduct of completely doing something completely different is I have to actually frame them as ideas at a later point because they're just coming naturally in life. I'm just talking shit to a friend or whatever. I have to actually step outside myself and go, "Hey, that's a good idea." I've, I'll put a. I need to put an, a frame around it and make that and call that an actual idea that I can use at a later point. So, that's that's the hard bit of it because I have to constantly be in two frames of mind at once. Just first of all, the first frame of mind is not even caring that I'm doing ideas, but the second frame of mind is to actually frame my everyday bullshit as oh that's a potential idea but it's different because if to actually sitting down and writing ideas because i'm framing every single idea as a potential idea so that's the tricky bit it's when when writing gets in the way of living that's when my writing gets really shit and because i'm treating writing like a job that writing becomes living and my best stuff has come from just talking shit to a friend or a conversation I've had with the dude who sells me bread or or just just walking around off doing some other chore or some other bullshit business and a, an interesting idea that I just saw completely happen in front of me. That's when good shit happens. Like, I understand the idea of sitting down to deliberately write for hours... There's some famous writer said, that's not, that's not writing, that's called typing. <laughs> I love that. I can't remember who said that. some, some famous writer from the 40s. I've heard other people say, you can't make a thought, you can't force thoughts. They're like, you've got to hide in the b- bushes and they turn up like tiny creatures when they're not ready to be captured, then they'll turn up when they're not expecting to be caught. But I did work in advertising for a few years, and one of the big lessons I learned from working in advertising was you get a piece of paper and you make a hundred squares on it, and then you write one idea after the other, and you don't give a shit about if the idea is shit or, or not shit, and you just come up with a hundred ideas um, as fast as you can. It might take 20 minutes, could take a whole day. And I also know one of my favourite cartoonists slash painters, David Trigley. I remember him talking about he'll have 10 billion coffees in the morning. I'm just paraphrasing him. And then he'll just come up with idea after idea. And then he'll put them aside. And then he'll look at those ideas the next day. And then he'll take one or two of those ideas that he came up with on a coffee high over a couple of hours this stuff seems quite spontaneous but the work ethic he puts into creating that spontaneity is re- interesting it's almost a contradiction there's the ma- that massive work ethic of coming up with hundreds of ideas but then just selecting one of those i i kind of love that for the moment i'm not f- i'm not going down that road i'm not trying to force myself to come up with hundreds of ideas and then choosing one i'm just i just needed a new process a new way of doing it just for the moment and just letting shit happen by distracting myself with other things that that's, has nothing to do with writing and for some reason it's working <laughs> and so i'm gonna i'm gonna run with it for a bit and see where that takes me Bukowski said something on his gravestone: it "Was don't try." And I kind of feel like that's that was his technique. Also, where he wrote, he wrote. Of course, he tried. He he wrote shit loads of poems. He was incredibly prolific. He was writing a book and a half a year or more. Some, I think, two books a year or some shit. He wrote thousands of poems, but there's that idea of not trying in the moment of coming up with an idea but trying by creating thousands and thousands of ideas so that sort of sits in with that as well with the whole David Shrigley or what I learned in advertising is trying but not trying yeah I love that